Two for Tuesdays from head coach Kyle Whittingham's weekly press conference, the Locked On Utes stat of the day, and an introduction to Utah women's basketball. It's all coming up next on Locked On Utes. Ute fans, welcome in to Locked On Utes, your one-stop shop for all things University of Utah. This is for October 30th. 2018, we're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, play-by-play voice of Utah women's basketball. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can get your podcast, you can find us there as well. If you like the show, be sure to leave a review and a five-star rating to go along with it. You can also be a part of the show by calling 419-777-UTES. That's 419-777-8837. And be sure to leave a voicemail with your name, of course. Ask questions, comments, and opinions. And pretty much just have your voice heard here on the program. Feel free to email us as well at LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. You can ask your questions there and leave comments and opinions as well. And just really just have them read on the air. And as far as social media goes, you can follow along at Twitter and on Facebook. Just look for Locked On Utes. And finally... Be sure to let all your Ute friends know about Locked on Utes. Alrighty, so yesterday was Kyle Whittingham's weekly press conference, and in that press conference, he had a lot of just wonderful things to say about his team. Of course, when your team is playing as well as the University of Utah is playing right now, then you're going to have a lot of great things to say about them. And looking at this week and what they have to prep for, this is another huge week for Utah. Uh, They'll have to play Arizona State on the road, a team that... Uh, really just ran Utah off the field a season ago. This is a very big spot for Utah. They have to come out against Arizona State and play well. They have played extremely well, of course, over the last four games where they've scored 41 points on average, but they're going to have to play well on all aspects of the field yet again coming out on Saturday. So Coach Whittingham, he understands the importance of this game and how how it's going to have serious implications on the Pac-12 South. Right now, Arizona State technically um, sits right behind Utah. They're really the only other team in the conference that more or less can control their own destiny, same as Utah. Every other team except for the Utes right now has three losses in the Pac-12 South. Utah, the lone team with two. So technically, Utah, the only team right now that can win out and win the Pac-12 South. And that's such a great position when you think about it to the Utes, especially how they began the season 0-2 in Pac-12 play, losing at home against Washington and then at Washington State. And I know you guys, just as much as me, were... We're wondering, okay, what is going on? This is a team that we expected to come out. They have a lot more offensive firepower. Troy Taylor's offense is now clicking, and we are seeing it game in and game out now. Four straight games with 41 points. Zach Moss is running all over the field, and Britton Covey especially has been dynamic in all aspects of the game. When you think about the punt return game, You think about the throw game. He was the only person to throw for a touchdown. He came off that edge, threw a beautiful touchdown to Cole Fotheringham 
for the seven-yard touchdown strike. So the only quarterback, not even a quarterback, but the only player to throw for a touchdown. Uh, he also, uh, rushing yards and receiving yards, getting it done on so many aspects of the field. And for two for Tuesdays, one of the topics I want to discuss is Britton Covey. Um, over a hundred multi-purpose yards, a lot of highlight plays. You can think about the different punt returns that he had. Two of them, in fact, that put Utah in great field position to go ahead and score. And he also had that touchdown on the edge as well, where he came off the edge, threw it in the corner of the end zone, and found Cole Fotheringham for the seven-yard strike. And here is head coach Kyle Whittingham talking specifically about Britton Covey and about the, the many purposes that he plays on the football field. Well, first of all, he's so intelligent. He's uh, one of the most intelligent players probably that I've ever coached and, and uh, that I've ever been around. So he can be taught all those various positions. He's, he's in the backfield. He's in the slot. He's, you know, he's involved in uh, a lot of our uh, special plays. Uh, so that's that's the starting point. Then he's very athletic. Uh, you know, he's not the biggest guy, as we all know, but he's he's got tremendous quickness. Uh, he's got a, a good skill set. You know, he can throw the ball. And uh, in the return game, he's you know he's excellent at uh, you know fielding punts and kickoffs. So he's just like you said, he's a do-all guy for us, and he's a critical component to what we're doing. There he is, head coach Kyle Whittingham on Britton Covey, and it's so true when you think about just the type of player that Britton Covey has been for the Utes this year. He's been very, very instrumental he was the go-to receiver technically still is the go-to receiver for Tyler Huntley right now and when a big play is needed they look for Britton Covey I mean just the many different roles that he can play he can do whatever you need him to do I mean you saw last week that and in the game against Arizona you saw that he's dynamic when he throws the football as well there was another specific play where they did a lateral pass to Britton and he was looking downfield as though he was going to pass it. I don't necessarily know if it was a design pass or if the field just opened up for him for a big gain. He was able to scamper down that left sideline for a good pickup. You know, that's where he is troublesome for defenses. He can make many different plays. He can look downfield. He can run it if he needs to. He can throw it if he needs to, of course, if the situation's right. And, and that's what we saw on Saturday night. So many different plays for Britton Covey that you just shake your head at and you just can't believe that at that frame that he's able to do that. Utah truly got a gem out of this kid. You thought that I thought that maybe there might be a little bit of loss of speed, a loss of burst from going on his mission. But he's picked right back up where he left off, and he might be even better than he was uh, back a few years ago when he played as a freshman. What's great about Britton Covey, yes, he might be 21 years old, but he is only a sophomore. He's got plenty of years of eligibility left, uh, so he's going to be a Utah Ute for still years to come. And you got to be super excited about that, excited for what he brings to the table and can bring to the table for the next couple of years moving forward. The next thing I want to talk about on Two for Tuesdays is Coach Whittingham's thoughts on Troy Taylor's offensive scheme and really how it's come together over the last couple of weeks. This is a team that, if you remember at the beginning of the season, I'm sure you do, um, so many fans were disappointed with the way that the season started, where the Utes were... Yes, they were still winning games. They beat NIU, they beat Weber State, but, you know, come on. But they just looked flat. They just did not look right, especially against Washington. 
Uh, that was a really disappointing game when you go back and look at game film for the Washington game where they really were not able to get anything going offensively. And Washington's defense just continually rocked Utah. Utah could not move the football. They were struggling mightily. Tyler Huntley may have played the worst game of his season so far, and they just did not look right. And you wondered, is the team that we heard about in the offseason going to show up? Because there was, frankly, there was a lot of hype surrounding this Utah football team, and we didn't know if we were going to see the team that we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the year. But sure enough, Troy Taylor has brought his offense together and has truly flipped the script and doing terrific things right now. Zach Moss is playing beastly. Tyler Huntley, despite the fact he didn't get you know a whole lot of yardage, still making good decisions out there. As uh, Tyler, as uh, as Coach Whittingham will allude to here in just a second, the offensive line's been great. The receivers have been great. Um, not nearly as many drops as they had at the beginning of the season. And getting in space that allows them to make big plays. Jalen Dixon is truly doing great things on the field, and he's gotten more playing time because of it. Solomon Enos doing great things as well, as he's been able to see increased playing time as a true freshman. And when you think about what those guys are doing, it's not just the pass catching, it's the run blocking as well. Uh, Coach Whittingham also talks about in the weekly press conference that I will not actually touch on, about how his wide receivers their big role is run blocking. If they can't run block, if they refuse to run block, then they're not going to see time on the field. Well, Solomon Enos has stepped up and has proved that he is a run blocker as well as a pass catcher. And so we're seeing improved time by Solomon Enos. And we'll see if, as a freshman, if he can continue to get that playing time and stay out there on the field. Because, you know, you got to be excited about those guys when they're as young as they are, getting the playing time experience that they are. But I want to go back here. Let's let you listen to Coach Whittingham talking specifically about Troy Taylor's offensive scheme and how it has come together over the last four games especially. We've already talked about the offensive line play and how consistent they're being, the receivers. Uh, they've stepped things up and, and the drops have pretty much been eliminated, you know, knock on wood. They've, they've done a great job catching and holding on to the ball. Um, Zach Moss is, you know, Zach Moss. I mean, there's no... He's feeding the ball and good things will happen. And then Tyler is playing with so much confidence and, and has such a grasp and a command of, uh, of the offense right now. And, and just, uh, you know, like I said, even though we didn't throw for a ton of yards, he's just doing a great job of, of uh, running that offense. And, and the play calling has been very good. And there he is, head coach Kyle Whittingham. The offense is great, guys. We expected this from the beginning, and now we are seeing it game in and game out. And, We'll see if it can consistently stay the same throughout the final three games. Unreal that there's only three games left, by the way, of the season. And hopefully ride right into the Pac-12 championship, which is a little bit of it's, which is about a month away, which is a month away, actually, uh, from today. And if Utah can continue to fight and do that, and if Utah can continue to do what they're doing, there's no doubt that I can see them playing in that football game and playing for a chance at a Pac-12 title. A lot of things to look forward to, no doubt about it. All right, guys, I want to take some time to talk to you about my favorite app on my phone. That's Vivid Seats. It allows me to get what I want at a good and fair price, and Vivid Seats has truly been my go-to app 
on my phone, and I'll tell you why. Vivid Seats is an online event ticket marketplace dedicated to providing fans of live entertainment with experiences that last a lifetime. With Vivid Seats, listeners can watch their favorite teams and artists perform in person. These guys are great. They allow me to get what I want to get the tickets I need, whether it's the Utah Jazz, whether it's even the Utah Utes, whether it's if I want to go down and watch BYU. These guys allow me to make it easy and purchase the seats that I want. Vivid Seats helps fans find their seats to any of their favorite live events, not just sports, but it does include sports, concerts, theater, and more. Vivid Seats offers great pricing and an easy purchasing experience as well. What's great about Vivid Seats as well is they're offering a terrific deal to Locked On listeners. Go to the App Store first, download the Vivid Seats app, and when you go to purchase your tickets for the first time, enter promo code Locked On to receive $20 off orders of $200 or more as a new customer of Vivid Seats. All Vivid Seats confirmed orders are backed by a 100% guarantee. Like I said, it's my favorite application, and I know that if you're going to use it as well, it will provide you guys with the absolute best tickets you need for the events that you will be seeing as well. It's Vivid Seats. All right, we'll take a quick break, and when we return, I'll reintroduce Locked On Ute Stat of the Week as we'll look at a specific number. This one actually has a couple of different numbers and one that more or less I made up that is that it, that's pretty cool and something that shows you just how great this Utah defense is. That's coming up next on Locked On Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back inside Locked On Utes. I'm your host, Tyson Ewing, and I want to go into now the Locked On Utes stat of the week, where we focus specifically on a stat that Utah is really outstanding in. And this one is, you can say that I made it up, it's kind of because I did, but what it is is it's a collection of all the rankings for the University of Utah and where the collection of the rankings stack up against the other teams in the in college football. And what it is is I took seven categories as far as what the Utes are doing on defense and rated and, and, and took all of Utah's ratings, took the average of that rating, and did that for about 25 different schools you know, other teams in the country that are playing very good defense that would be towards the top of the list of best defenses in college football. The seven categories that I rated the Utah Utes and teams like Clemson, Mississippi State, Fresno State, Miami, Appalachian State, Michigan, Texas A&M, Georgia, these other teams, third down defense, first down defense, passing yards allowed, red zone defense, rushing defense, scoring defense, and total defense. Now, before I introduce what I ha- the the average ranking for Utah, I will tell you the rating for each of these categories that Utah is performing at, which is just really really good. So we'll start with third down defense. Utah ranks 12th in the entire country in third down defense. First down defense, Utah ranks 15th. Passing yards allowed, 44th in the nation. Red zone defense, they're first in the country. Rushing defense, right now they're 
They dropped a little bit after the loss or after the win to UCLA. They're now third in the country in rushing defense. Scoring defense, they're 14th in the country. And total defense, the Utes are ranked seventh. So now what I did is I took those rankings and like I said, I compared them to the teams that would be considered the best defenses in the country. Took their average and gave you the ranking for what you can consider would be the best defense based off those seven categories. So right now, after I reviewed all these, the Clemson Tigers come in at number one as they have an average of seven. So, and again, I'll kind of just give that, I'll break that down for you. Clemson, third down defense, they're fifth. First down defense, they're second. Passing yards allowed, they're 14th. Red zone defense, they're 20th. Rushing defense, they're seventh. Scoring defense, they're first. And total defense, they're third. So I took all those numbers and took the average of those seven numbers, and it came out to 7.43, and they come in at the number one spot. So the Clemson Tigers in at number one. UAB, pretty cool to see University of Alabama-Birmingham coming in at this spot, as this was a team that um, they took away their football program, they just recently brought it back, and they come in at number two at 13.14, as they come in at number two at the number three spot. Yep, it's your Utah Utes. They come in with an average of 13.71, which means, and again, I don't know if this makes sense to you. It made sense to me as I was trying uh, to piece this together. But what this tells me is Clemson has the best defense in the country. UAB, you know, you can ask who they're going to be playing against, their strength of schedule, blah blah UAB, a good defense. But Utah comes in with the third highest rated defense from just uh, these seven categories actually tied with Mississippi State as the uh, as the Bulldogs came in with the same exact 13.71 number but coming in at number three is the Utah Utes again third down defense 12th first down defense 15th passing yards allowed 44th red zone defense first rushing defense third scoring defense 14th and total defense in at number seven so You've heard me talk so much about this defense, from the defensive line to the incredible duo linebacking core of Chase Hansen and Cody Barton, all the way back to the secondary. This is a very talented group. They're not only talented in the starting group, but they have a lot of depth as well, and especially in that secondary. They're going to need it this week. Marquise Blair will miss the first half of this game because of a targeting penalty that he received against UCLA last Friday night. So the depth is a strong point for Utah as they're going to have to fill in a very hard-hitting Marquise Blair. Sometimes, you know, the hard-hitting can come back to bite him in the rear end. And that's more or less what it did on Friday night. I don't know if you remember the play, but he kind of ducked his head as the quarterback was trying to slide to stop the play, used the crown of his helmet to lead and was called for his second targeting penalty of the season and was ejected in the second half, which means that he will be disqualified for the first half of this week's game against Arizona State. So that defense just continuing to do some terrific things um, as the numbers are showing it as well. It's not just what you're seeing on the field. It's not just the product, but you're also seeing the numbers in as well. Red zone defense, the Utes come in at number one in the country, and you think about what they do in the red zone, it is so strange because as I watch this team, I see opposing defenses going to the red zone, and I don't care. It doesn't it, it doesn't bother me because I know how stout this defense is that 
they're going to do some great things when the opposing teams get in the red zone. They're going to be able to come up with different blitz packages, as we saw against Stanford. They're going to come up with different schemes in the backfield to not allow a big play. This is just a very talented defense, and you got to be very impressed with what the defensive coaching staff is doing. It is it is so fun to watch this defense. Very rarely am I excited to see a defense come a trot onto the field, but when this Utah team steps on the field, I just enjoy watching them. This is one of the best, and it could be the best defense that Utah has ever seen. And I alluded to this last week, the quickest defense that Utah has ever had is you have that linebacking core that flies all over the field. You've got to be impressed with Cody Barton. Cody Barton won our game ball last week. He obviously had he obviously had the interception, had the most tackles uh, against UCLA. But what where he's come from to where he is now, he was a backup for two years. Last year, he was a rotational player, would sub in and sub out on a regular basis. This year, he's worked his tail off, and you can see that it is coming into fruition now as he is flourishing on the field. And who knows, maybe he's getting some looks from from some scouts as well. When I was at the football game, I saw three scouts from three different teams uh, in the NFL there to watch. I believe they were there to watch Chase Hansen, but you know, there to see what Cody Barton, his running mate, is doing as well because Cody has truly come on this season and has been instrumental to the success that Utah is having uh, on that defensive side of the football. And folks, it's true. This is a truly terrific defense and one that, like I said, I'm so excited to see them come onto the field and flex their muscles against opposing defenses. This week's going to be extremely fun to watch as you have a three-headed monster in quarterback Manny Wilkins in wide receiver Nikhil Harry and running back Eno Benjamin. I mean, these guys last week, you look at their numbers, Manny Wilkins threw for 166 yards, which isn't great, very low for Manny Wilkins. Nikhil Harry, he had the punt return, a 92-yard punt return, that's one thing, but on uh, the offensive side of the football, had four receptions for 95 yards and a touchdown, and Eno Benjamin was dynamic for Arizona State against USC. On the ground, 29 carries, 185 yards, and two scores. So a very tough duo coming up on uh, coming up on Saturday for the University of Utah, and you can expect that head coach Kyle Whittingham is going to do everything he can to first stop the run, stop Eno Benjamin, and second do everything he can to slow down to kill Harry, the most dynamic receiver in the Pac-12 conference, and you can count that he'll be playing on Sundays very very soon. But expect this Utah defense to come out against Arizona State and impose their will and hope for a very, very good football game coming up on Saturday as Utah heads to Arizona State to take on the Sun Devils. That is an early kickoff, a 2 p.m. kickoff for Utah and Arizona State, a really big game for the University of Utah and one that will 100% have implications on the Pac-12 South. All right, guys, I want to talk to you about Sling TV and... You know, give you a good talking point for when you're at work, you're talking with your buddies about the big game from the weekend. They ask you if you were able to watch it. You were able to say yes because you own Sling TV. You were able to watch over the weekend. You were able to watch your favorite teams because Sling TV gave you that option. Sling TV is 
awesome, and here's why. Far and away, the best way to get your college sports, whether it be college football, whether it soon be college basketball, as college basketball starts up next week, I want to watch Duke because I think they're going to be one of the most fun teams in the history of college basketball, and I could not be more excited to watch that. And because of Sling TV, I'm going to be able to watch every single game. For $30 a month, I get ESPN, I get Pac-12, I get SEC, and much, much more. With Sling TV, I'm able to stream on my big screen TV. I'm able to get it on my phone. I'm able to get it on my tablet. Wherever I go, Sling TV goes with me. It gives me the live TV I love, but only better. There's no useless channels. There's no long-term contracts. There's no hidden fees. And I'm able to cancel at any time. Now, for you guys, Sling TV, they're offering a free trial for you to give this a shot. See if it's something that you enjoy. Locked On listeners can get their seven-day free trial by going to sling.com slash locked on. That's S-L-I-N-G dot com slash locked on. It gives you what you want and allows you to control where you want to watch the big games. Sling TV is awesome. I love it. You'll love it. Go to sling.com slash locked on and get your seven-day free trial today. All right, we'll take a break, and when we return, I'm going to introduce you to the Utah women's basketball team, a team that starts up. They have an exhibition game tomorrow uh, on Halloween Day. It's their annual field trip game where they have uh, children from across the city come and enjoy uh, some basketball for two hours. Tomorrow they take on Westminster, and their season unofficially gets underway. I will be there. It's going to be exciting. Uh, but I will introduce you to Utah women's basketball team. Coming up next, this is Locked On Utes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back into Locked On Utes, your one-stop shop for all things University of Utah. It's now my privilege and honor it truly is to introduce you guys to this Utah women's basketball team whose season begins unofficially tomorrow as they take on Westminster at the University of Utah, the John M. Huntsman Center, an 11 o'clock tip-off for that as it's the annual field trip game as students from across the Salt Lake Valley come and enjoy two hours worth of basketball and get a nice, uh, a nice introduction to this very young and talented group of basketball players. Um, they're led by head coach Lynn Roberts, who comes into her fourth season at the helm of the University of Utah. She's joined by associate head coach Gavin Peterson. And as a duo, these guys do terrific things. I've sat through many practices and seen these guys really do their work. Lynn Roberts, kind of the offensive genius that goes into preparation for this Utah basketball team. Uh, Gavin Peterson kind of runs the defense and is over the very uh, the very feisty U- University of Utah defense, which is that's exactly what they've been known as since these guys have come into the coaching realm here at the U. They've been a very feisty defense, and um, and that's in large part because of what Gavin Peterson is doing. And I want to introduce you to the players. 
kind of get you to understand who they are and what they will be doing on the court this season. The Utes are led by senior forward Megan Huff. She stands at 6'3", comes to us from Federal Way, Washington. Last season, she was named All-First-Team Pac-12 Conference and you can expect that she's going to have a very big season. She's going to be very instrumental in what Utah is doing on the offensive side of the ball. And she's going to uh, have a huge season. You can expect that. She's very uh, very explosive. She can hit the three. She can attack the rim. She can shoot from anywhere on the floor. She has a wide range and can play very good defense as well towards the top and block shots. Not to mention she's a very good and efficient rebounder as well. So kind of a, kind of a do-all forward is is Megan Huff, and she will lead this team this season uh, to what will hopefully be a very, very good and efficient season. Uh, also joining her will be senior wing Denisha Provo. She stands at six feet tall and is a shooter. She comes to us. She comes to us from Dartmouth, Nova Scotia, Canada, and she had one of, if not the best, improvements last season as far as shooting the basketball goes. She went from 15% shooting the basketball to 40% last season, so a 25% increase from one season to the next from the three-point line. So, Denisha Provo, you can expect to be a big-time shooter for this Utah team and uh, a leader on the floor as well. Expect a lot of good things as well from point guard Erica Bean. She stands at five foot eight. She's a senior from Sacramento, California, constantly towards the top of the Pac-12 conference since her sophomore year in assists and likely will be dishing them out like crazy again. And rounding out the seniors for the Utes will be the incoming graduate student Sarah Porter as we're going to get a, a look at her for the first time. Her first and only season here in a Utah uniform. She's a 5'10 shooting guard from San Diego, California, and will shoot the lights out. Expect that throughout the season. Uh, moving forward to returners for Utah. Kiana Moore, right now the, the only junior that will be getting playing time this season as she is in her third year and returning as kind of the combo guard. She is a very quick speedy guard and I've often wondered if there's anybody in the country that can outrun Kiana Moore. She absolutely is one of the quickest players in all of women's college basketball as uh, I mean if you see her play she can get up and down the floor in a flash. She's she's so much fun to watch. She comes to us from Fairfield, California and like I mentioned we'll be we'll be playing in her third year. Also returning but unfortunately not necessarily returning will be the sophomore Moran Corbin. She sustained a pretty substantial injury at the beginning of practice as she will not be playing this year uh, due to injury. And that's a really big blow for University of Utah because she was going to be the starting center uh, for this team. And the one thing that Utah will struggle with this year is size because of you know losing Moran Corbin, losing out some players deciding to leave University of Utah in the offseason and an unfortunate event that saw another 6'4 player not able to come in just yet, but she should be here shortly. And uh, I'm not going to talk necessarily about that, but um, but she should be there shortly. So right now, Utah to start the season going to be a little uh, a little bit on the small end as far as size goes. 
and unfortunately uh, not able to see Mo Corbin in a Utah uniform this year. Some redshirt freshman players that are returning that did not play last year. Drew Gilton, she's a point guard from Rapid City, South Dakota. She's going to be exciting to watch. A uh, very young guard who is very smart with the basketball. She's a very smart player and someone that I expect to be part of the rotation immediately. And then also Jordan Cruz. She's a combo guard from Sacramento, California, a shooter, and uh, can do a lot of things on the floor as well. The true freshman, Naya Becker, a very lengthy wing forward from Winnipeg, Manitoba, Canada. Drayana Edwards, she's more or less a do-it-all type coming to us from Las Vegas, Nevada. And Andrea Torres, a stretch forward from, uh, from Quebec, Canada, who will likely see playing time right out of the gates. She's kind of an interesting story. She is a freshman this year, but she's 20 years old because of uh, in Quebec. I'm not exactly sure how that goes, but in Quebec, you are given uh, another year to play in the high school ranks. And so Andrea Torres will come into Utah uh, as a 20-year-old freshman. And then Julie Brousseau and Ola Makarat will uh, will sit out this season and will be ineligible to play uh, due to the transfer rule as they will come into the University of Utah for their first year and will sit out for the transfer rule. So that's your team, your 2018-2019 Utah women's basketball team. Tell you what, this is going to be a fun team. I'm really excited to cover these guys. They get underway, as I mentioned earlier, tomorrow in their uh, exhibition game, but their season actually opens up. And in a little over a week from today, as they travel to Reno to take on the Nevada Wolf Pack. So I'll be doing the show remote next Wednesday from a hotel in Reno. So prepare for that. And if you get the chance, come out and support these guys. This is a very young team, a very talented team. And head coach Lynn Roberts does some wonderful things with these players. She's very passionate, and that's one thing I love about her. She loves her team, and she loves to win. And if you love winning basketball, Lynn Roberts wants to bring that to these guys immediately, and she does that. So come out to the John M. Huntsman Center, support this team, and come and watch a really good brand of basketball at the University of Utah by head coach Lynn Roberts and associate head coach Gavin Peterson. Thank you guys so very much for tuning into the Locked on Utes podcast. It's my privilege to bring it to you each and every single day. If you want to be a part of the show, you can call at 419-777-UTES. You can also email me at LockedOnUtes at gmail.com. Have your voice heard here on the program and let us know what you guys want to know. Let us know your opinions and your thoughts of the University of Utah as well, whether it be the football team, whether it be the basketball team, whatever you want to talk about. Please feel free to be a part of the show and talk to me. I would love to hear from you. Again, thank you so very much for tuning in. This has been Locked on Utes for October 30th, 2018. We're part of the Locked on Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Have a wonderful rest of your Tuesday. And as always, go Utes!